Welcome to this week's episode of The Turn On. We have a few mailbag questions that we are going to answer from you, our amazing listeners. So uh, let's just jump right in. Let's get it. You know what? I will call this the uh, online dating edition. Yes. Because these all follow a theme. Right. So first question. Can you do a top five dating apps for various preferences like women seeking men, women seeking women, looking for older partners, younger partners, kinks, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is kind of like our <laughs> dating wheelhouse, right? Yeah, this has been our wheelhouse. And I will say, Kelly, you have been your intentionality in online dating has just been really good to like see. Mm-hmm. And so it's made me like that combined with just therapy and knowing myself more and being unafraid to t- ask for what I want has made me so much a better online dater. And I am still in the online dating isn't trash. It's just, you got to know, you got to be willing to cut shit off. Yes. And you know, things that, that thing. like it, once you realize the things that don't serve you and get really good at moving on and not feeling like you owe people anything, it gets a lot easier. Mm-hmm. It's a lot less yes. uh, energy. Uh, it doesn't take so much of your energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, there are a few sites that we're going to just kind of talk about. One of them that I like is called Seeking Arrangements, also Seeking. I think the website is Seeking.com. But this is for people that want a sugar baby. Um, So if you're a sugar baby and you're looking for a sugar daddy, sugar mama, whatever, um, you put a profile on Seeking and you find people. It's like a regular dating app. It's just people have... um, People have want actual arrangements some people are very clear about the fact that i am married and i want a side piece my wife does know my wife doesn't know my husband knows my husband doesn't know um so you just kind of gotta go in depth on the profiles but i actually was on seeking for a little bit and met you know people <laughs> i don't want to say i mean i guess they were good it's just it, the situation didn't line up and he, yeah. he, he, it wasn't for me the, re, the relationships weren't for me but um yeah it's a good I, tool for those it's a good are, tool yeah. also if you are a college student or still have your dot edu uh website i mean email address you can get a um premium account for free so that's also something to think about. And then if you do a couple Google if you do a couple Google searches, you can um probably find a code or something. Uh no, you can find like how to do a good profile and that kind of thing. Because let's be real. People pay for pussy and dick all the time. Yeah. You might be paying with your time, might be paying with dinner. Some people just want cash. So, you know, like call a spade a spade and let's let's do it so yeah seeking was good it was a really good interface and you can find lots of people i did find that there were a lot more white men on there than black men Mm -hmm. but i still found black men word so okay yep yeah their their website it is indeed seeking.com and it says upgrade your relationships where beautiful and successful people find mutually beneficial relationships that pretty much sums it up really well (laughs) Um, yeah. so I, my first 
wreck is coffee meets bagel and that is where I found my partner um, after quite some time on another one of the apps which we're going to mention um, and I liked it because it lets you filter who you were looking for so mm-hmm. like with, with a lot of apps you you really can only say the gender of the person that you're looking for um, and like maybe age and then they go by your location and that's really all that you can do but with Coffee Meets Bagel, you can put in, you know, race or an ethnicity. You can like you can drill down a lot more than you can on other apps. And so it felt less like sorting through <laughs> a massive. You know what I mean, it felt less yeah. like entering a hoarder house and more like <laughs> sorting through a dumpster. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was easier yeah. to find, and then they they like recommend people to you every day. They give you like I don't know, you get a certain number of bagels. I never really quite understood the concept, but they would serve up people to you every day and be like, "Do you like this person? Yes or no?" Kind of a deal. And so even if you weren't actively going through and looking for folks, they would find people that matched based on the criteria that you put in and put them before you, which was it felt like less work um but it felt like more detailed work and for me I mean I was on there for a few months when I found my partner and it worked out well um obviously so yeah I like it if you know what you're looking for it's good for hyper focusing on that yeah that worked really well for me what about you um yeah so I use hinge same situation Mm -hmm. But before I started using Hinge, I used Bumble. Same. And Bumble was the first app that I used when I started, when I got in the whole online dating mm-hmm. thing. Me too. And I did your profile. Yes. Kill it in my profile. <laughs> and this was when I decided, hey, I just want to, like, have lots of sex. So, um, Bumble was different. I'd like it because women run the show. So no conversation begins without the woman making the first move. A um, few things. It made it difficult for me. And this and on on the apps, I'm just looking for men. I haven't like looked for it. Looked. Yeah, I wasn't looking for a woman. But um, so I guess I don't know how it works on the on the um, lesbian side of things, on the same sex side of things. But anyway, so um using Bumble definitely made me more aware of like more made me more sympathetic of when I get like shitty pickup lines from guys because it's like you really have no idea what the fuck yeah, you're saying you just like you really have to figure cute. them shits out let me play with your titties you know <laughs> so it definitely made me more aware of that um but it was also good to see who could you know like just kind of keep a conversation going um also uh with Bumble you can't really filter Mm-mm. by preference but i was i paid for like the premium for like three months yeah, or something. so you can see who likes you who swiped on you <laughs> exactly so you see who swiped on you so t- for that it kind of automatically gave me mostly black guys or black guys or white guys or it did not asian guys it gave me all kinds of people well but yeah, it's I nice gotta... to be able to see who has already swiped on you <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it's like you're looking from a you're picking from a pile of people that have already expressed interest so yeah um i it was good i you know like i i haven't found a partner on it but i i definitely think it was it was good 
Um, and then I also like that it can t- it would show you like if people were just in town visiting, which was a clear. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to fuck. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Bumble was a good one. Okay, so now we're gonna like go into the dating apps that we've heard about, got recommendations mm-hmm. from other people, but necessarily haven't tried ourselves, so we can't really vouch for them. Um, I always laugh about our time, but look. It's an app. It's out there. It's for older people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you're looking for someone that's a little more seasoned in age, even though I do think we uh, there are older people on all the apps, but our time is like, I guess it's the jitterbug phone of online dating. It's geared towards <laughs> older people. <laughs> that's not nice. But the jitterbug it's, is it's nice. simple, right? It it has yeah. full features. Is that just exactly what you need and it's easy to use? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> damn! Don't be trying to. I wasn't trying to be shady. Just, when I hear jitterbug, it makes me giggle. Mm. Maybe I'm a <laughs> <Yeah>. child. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what you got, Killer? Okay, um, so uh, another one that we heard of but haven't used ourselves, but that our research tells us is lovely, is the app Her which is for lesbians and or for women and for queer folk. Um, and that's women, all of our gorgeous iterations that we come in. Um, it looks so, so I, I saw a few different ones when I was doing research. And this was the only one that actually had people of color right up front and center and not <laughs> just a couple of white, um, you know, cisgender yeah. women listed on the site, which I just thought was hopefully a great sign. Um, they've already got like four million women in their database. So this, night, this ain't like it's some um, little rinky dink, something that you coming in and won't actually have a good um, field of people to... Uh, connect with and so yeah it looks really interesting it looks like they are backed by a group of folks who are again not just white I just I can't stress enough how important that is when you're doing these apps when the only folks that are on there are people who you may not necessarily uh, feel aligned with Um, Mm -hmm. they have a blog which is cool all the you know stuff like with articles like all things oral and things that are very much targeted toward their um oh confidence boosting workout tips for tops bottoms and switches hey mm-hmm. yeah i'm like this is interesting maybe you got some knee strengthening yeah joints. this the blog is actually really dope how do you masturbate when you don't have privacy Ooh, somebody should send oh. us a question about that for um <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. Um, so, yeah, that's our pick for um, women and other queer folks who do not identify as men that maybe there is some somebody there for you in that space, whether it's that you're looking for a friend or you're looking for a friend. A friend. friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have... Um, I talked to my gay people and yeah, gay, people. gay men people. I know that sounds really weird. <laughs> sounds but like my African anyway, Americans, my African Americans. <laughs> so I talked to my uh, gay expert, and he said that he liked Jacked. Um, Jacked is a dating website for gay, bi, trans, and queer people. Um, I think it's primarily men. Because it's a lot of he's on the website. Uh, But yeah. uh, And it's. They pride themselves on being diverse. 
when I asked my gay, <laughs> I need better language. <laughs> So sorry, I understand y'all. is that you're trying to not out the person who you're I'm talking about. I'm not trying about. to like yes. identify who I get it. I, you know, I mean, they're, they're very, very out, open yes. in their sexuality. But that don't mean but they want to be on the podcast. Like, exactly. <laughs> so um, when I talked to him, he was like, Jack is for black people. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jack is the more diverse uh, community. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a, uh, it's, I guess you just go, you find your folks. It's a, uh, it's a location kind of thing. You also can do anonymous browsing. Um, you can also see how often they respond to messages and what kind of people oh, they're into. Dope. So I actually, I'm like, that's a nice feature. Who else giving me that kind of yeah. insight? So, yeah. Um, those are what we, that's what we have. Yeah. Um, if y'all have a suggestion of a particular website that you'd like, please let us know. Cause I'm still out here in the streets, so let a player know. I I'll definitely be your uh guinea pig, your taste tester. Oh, that's better. <laughs> that's much better. <laughs> I'll be your taste tester. So refer a bitch. Um, okay. It's also a double entendre. <laughs> mm, double entendre. Okay. Um, next question: What is different in meeting by app? in our current world speaking from someone who's not familiar with protocols mm. so i guess they're just trying to ask like what's normal for you know like when you're yeah stuck at home doing these corona dates <laughs> well, what's normal or even just she, they said meeting so maybe even just like starting at that beginning of what that looks like it's interesting I think that there used to be kind of a stigma around it but i don't know that there is anymore at least not in our age group um, because we have like yeah. we have so many friends who met their partners like who are married with kids and everything else who met them online. Shit, Black Planet. We <laughs> we got no, not Black Planet. Black people Black, meet. I thought they met on Black Planet. No, they, they, they would have met on uh, like eighty seven. Oh, okay, whatever stuff like that. You know, I'm not good with uh history. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I can't with you. But okay. Um, but it's interesting because I like I've had people say, oh, well, you know, you're just talking to a stranger. But honestly, I feel like by the time I've swiped on somebody on an app, I know more about them than if they were trying to approach me in a bar or on the street. Like, yeah. I know roughly where you live. I know you're and again, it's all the information that you choose to give. But that's the case, whether you're talking to them in person or you're talking to them on an app. Right. You don't. The information is yeah. only as good as the person is honest. Um, but I've got a bunch of pictures, so I know what they look like in different lighting situations. I know what they value enough to put in their pictures. <laughs> like if mm-hmm. it's a nigga posing with his car, I know to keep swiping. Um, yes. I like you can learn a lot from somebody from looking at their profile. They give you enough information on whether or not you want to get to know somebody. And I think that you get more of that there than you get with a nigga stopping you, you on the sidewalk. Just in the mall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meeting them all. Oh, you can tell I was hanging <laughs> in Northwest Plaza as a teen. <laughs> My beeper getting numbers. I was too, girl. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, I think it's great that you get to know so much more information about people. Mm-hmm. But I also um, think that this gives you an opportunity to kind of be more intentional and ask better questions and stuff. Because, yeah. like, yeah, if I meet you in the I'm, first, if I meet you in a bar, I'm probably drunk. I don't really quite remember you. I might be like, he had a beard, <laughs> <Yes>. you know. <laughs> um, and 
then yes, I Google people. Yeah. I have no problem. Like, and Google me. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so I don't think there's anything very different. Except for that you have more, more information. Yeah, except yeah, you have more information. I feel like it's a more robust first meeting. Yeah. Um I do I do try my best to not do too much digging does that make sense because i don't want to like form an opinion on you before i actually meet you mm, yeah no, that's um, real i usually just but, do a cursory search because the world is yeah so make small. sure you don't like i want to know show up in a yeah like do you do know we have person? similar instagram friends exactly. or something? yeah uh-huh because then if we do then I'm, I'm asking them about exactly. your ass. <laughs> and I have found many a person who we were connected via somebody else on Facebook or whatever, mm-hmm. or if they went to the same school that we went to or something like that. And so that cursory research gives you a little bit of information that you can sprinkle in as you start to Y'all ask be Eskimo questions. sisters. Exactly. You be Eskimo <laughs> sisters with a good girlfriend, not even knowing it. Isn't that the term, Eskimo sisters? I've never heard it as sisters, but I like it. Hold on. I've heard it as brothers, but also Eskimos a slur. So tonight's here would not recommend. We're gonna cut all that out. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> okay, never mind then. Okay. Um I also think I mean I I think that in any situation, but maybe it is a little bit easier when you meet somebody online to get caught in a text um cycle, right? Like maybe when you meet somebody in person you're more likely to get on a phone, but I don't know because I can't remember the last time I a man was courageous enough to walk up on me and have something decent enough to say that I actually would follow through. <laughs> yeah. Usually yeah. it's trash and it never, we never get to that point, but it may, I could see that it may be more difficult to break out of the um, texting cycle. If you meet on an app, I know for me, I kind of had a kind of like a, as, as Erica said, I was very intentional. So like I had, a set icebreaker that I would use because like on apps like Bumble, the women make the first move. So I had a set thing that I always started with. I don't remember what the hell it was now to be quite honest, but that was like my opening line. They would start the conversation and they would have like 48 hours to get back. If I didn't hear from them by the end, then you sorry for yeah, it. Like you're obviously not to, interested in me or interested in any of this and it's cool no love lost I'll unmatch and we keep moving if you do respond but trying to get you to have a conversation is like pulling teeth and you didn't say oh you know I'm at work can I you know I'll hit you back don't WYD me to death yep if you do all of that if if every time I ask you a question you give me a one sentence or a one word answer or some bullshit and then you don't ask me a question you literally all you have to say is here's my answer comma and you exactly. question mark but you'd be Literally, surprised how many people do not do that they ask they answer the question and then they just go dark and they're expecting you to guide every bit of the conversation and guess what don't have time for that because you probably need guidance in the bed yes that too but also <laughs> it expressed to me it shows a lack of overall interest or effort and i'm not about to be the only one putting in effort now or yeah. later right yeah and then you uh if we've been able to maintain a decent conversation and they haven't said anything that is offensive that hits on any of my automatic no's, uh, which is hotepery, which is uh, homophobia or transphobia, which is or some of my other um, if they well, I wouldn't have swiped on them if they did a job that I found <laughs> untenable, which is honestly usually just being a cop um, mm-hmm. or if they ugh, and then. So I also had things that were automatic swipes. So the car in your picture saying that you're sapiosexual. No, thank you. 
um, <laughs> saying that you are an alpha. No, thank you. Um, not an alpha phi alpha, but an alpha male. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. Um, yeah, and then I expect us to be able to hop on the phone within, I don't know, 72 to 96 hours, three to four days, and have a decent conversation. Oh, Again, I was I don't not. Even like that. <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm accounting for the fact that people may have jobs or be traveling or whatever the hell. Yeah. But mm-hmm. once we get to that point, if we haven't been able to connect and have an actual conversation, and it shows me that you're not that interested, and that's fine. Again, no love lost. We keep it moving. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I found that I make the jump quick to uh, to talking on the phone. Just because, like, I don't, let me, let me say this. When I have made the jump quick to talking on the phone, it's been, like, organic, and it's just, it worked better. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you start texting in the app, and all of a sudden, you're texting back and forth, and it's like, it's you know what, fuck, what's your phone, phone, phone number so we can talk? Yeah. And, you know, and then that's kind of what happens with mm-hmm. me. Um, I'm a Gemini. I'm impatient. If you give me 96 hours, 92, what'd you say? I said How three to four hours? days. Three to four days? I ain't going to like you in four days. <laughs> you got to keep my ass interested interested from the beginning. So, yeah, um, I find that it's, e- I actually, I mean, I like talking, like I like texting and stuff, but um, I you find that me. it's easier. I hit a wall. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I I find that I do better with people that are like, "Fuck that, call me, yeah. let me talk to you, let me hear your voice," you know. And so it's it's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that that's what I got for that. Dope. Okay, last question, and I'm gonna be quiet on this because I am an ain't shit bitch. <laughs> what are the best ways to end a relationship in the texting norm? Okay. Well, first of all, if texting is the thing that you're doing and that's not a relationship, that's just somebody who you're texting with. Um, if y'all haven't graduated to a phone call, then that's just a nigga that you texting with. Um, and I say that to keep to help us keep things in perspective because my mantra when it comes to that is that you don't owe anybody any fucking thing. So... That does not mean that you mm-hmm. ghost people, but it does mean that you are clear and then you move on. So what I would do when this was my life is usually it would, it would I, it, the moment would come because somebody has said something ignorant on text. They had hit one of my non-negotiables or we had gotten on the phone and, you know, they said something to me like they were glad that Bill Cosby didn't get caught or all the things that were happening when I was still online dating. And I would get off the phone quickly. And the reason I would do that is because I am not about to argue with you about whether or not we should continue this relationship. I would just Mm -hmm. get off the phone. I would send them a text. Again, it was a standard text. It said, I don't think we're a good fit for each other, but I wish you really well. Take care. And then I would block them. Now, why do I block them? Because the people who I would send that message to very often there was something that was there that let me know that this was going to turn into some type of an argument. I think I can only think of two people in the entire, I don't know what year and a half that I was or year that I was online dating where we were able to continue where I didn't have to block them, where they felt like a normal enough person and not like 
problematic where we could continue to talk actually three where we can continue to just have conversations sporadically without it turning into a thing um mm-hmm. in one particular case oh god this guy this dude was a minister and he said something outlandish about sexual abuse and um i got off the phone i sent him the message but <laughs> My phone is linked to my computer, so I can send text messages, you know, from both places. And I think this was like a Saturday night or something. So I blocked them on my phone. What I didn't know at the time was that if you don't open your laptop, then the person is the blocking does not transfer over. And it was Saturday. I didn't open my laptop again until maybe Sunday night or Monday morning. And so I had blocked them. But when I opened my laptop, this nigga had been texting me for 24 hours about how I judged him too quickly, <laughs> how I was being closed minded about sexual abuse. OK. Um, and all of these things about how I needed to give him another chance. There were messages at three, four or five o'clock in the morning. This fool had gone on a whole tear telling me why I fucked up by telling him that we were not a good fit. You heard what my message was. It was very nice. I didn't even go into details. Why? Because I don't owe you details. So mm-hmm. in my opinion, the best way to do it is to just say that you are not a fit. You do not know owe anyone details. And then you block them and you ain't got to deal with them. And if they leave you a voicemail message, the beautiful thing about that is that now if you have somebody blocked, they message just drops down to the bottom and you never even know that it came in. It makes me happy. That is my advice for dealing with breaking up with breaking up with cash you don't know online. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think it's beautiful. I think it's absolutely, absolutely beautiful. And so... I'm not even going to get my two cents because <laughs> I have your ass answering phone calls from niggas. Ooh, huh? What? Girl. Oh, my bad. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm feeding my cows. I'll call you later. <laughs> Why subject yourself to some shit that you don't want to? And yeah, don't you don't. And have again, to... you don't owe anyone anything mm-hmm. and not even on some like disrespectful shit. No. But like we barely like we have no investment with one another. Yeah. So let's just call it a you know and you should say something because like i was ghosted once in that in the course of that online dating okay so thank you kenria for um that because like i said i'm trash i'd it'd be all bad but anyway thank you for joining us this is erica and kenria your two favorite hoes making it clizzap this episode was produced by us erica and kenria and edited by ballistic the theme music is from brazy Now you can support the turn on and get off. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Then drop us a five-star review and you'll be entered to win something that's turning us on. Post your review and email a screenshot to us at theturnonpodcast at gmail.com to enter. Our Patreon page is also live. Become a supporter today and access lots of goodies, including two-for-one raffle entries. Don't forget to send us your book recommendations and sex and related questions. And follow us on Twitter at The Turn On Pod and Instagram at The Turn On Podcast. You can find links to books, merch, transcripts, guest info, and other fun stuff at TheTurnOnPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Holla!